Real quick, let me just start off by saying this is Peter Rosenberg, your forever 24-7 champion, host of the Cheap Heat Podcast. And I want to shout out the Will Wonder Podcast. You know what I wonder? What amazing takes will be given today on this show? Will I ever get the nod, the invite to be a guest on this show? Will I ever feel like coming on the show if I get that invite? We don't know. But you're checking out the Will Wonder Podcast. What is up, everybody? Episode 131 of the Will Wonder Pod. I'm coming to you live from my kitchen. Um, Not recording in my office today as I hurt my lower back. Yes, it's a part of getting older. And yeah, it just doesn't feel good. I've been limping around since Sunday after our Sunday workouts. Bit of a, a nerve situation. And... I don't know. I'm I'm planning on going to the doctor soon. I, you know, self-diagnosed myself, did some research. Possibly a bulging disc or a slip disc. But whatever it is, um, I can feel it all the way down into my lower leg at times. My foot will get uh, tingly or go to sleep. And yeah, it hurts a lot. So I've been trying to do stretches, make sure it's right. And if it continues into the coming days, I will go get it checked out. So if this sounds different than normal, could be just because I'm recording in my kitchen. So apologies, or if it sounds better, let me know and I will always record in my kitchen. Just got to make sure my wife and my son are uh, either not here or know what's up. So hope everyone had a great Father's Day weekend. I know I did. Um, Had a lot of fun with my wife and son. Got some awesome gifts. Shout out to Wash Dads. Got a cool Wash Dads t-shirt. Got a t-shirt that says, this lawn isn't going to mow itself, which is the truth. I've been doing a lot of lawn work, and I I won't dive into that, but anyways, yeah. Uh, Got some season tickets to the University of Utah women's basketball team. My wife and I really like going to that. My son enjoys it, and they're really, really good. So excited for that to come around. And got a new office chair, which should be here soon. So maybe that will also help with my back sitch. Uh, Monday, my wife and I and my son, a couple of friends, Mike, who comes on the podcast, Mike Thompson, Mr. Come on, Alex. We went downtown with his family uh, to enjoy the Juneteenth festivities here in Salt Lake City. It was a lot of fun. There was music, a bunch of different vendors, uh, all kinds of stuff. So had a good time down there. And then that leads us to where I'm recording today, Tuesday, the 20th of June. We, we at the Jazz Nation podcast just released the Walker Kessler interview for everyone to see on YouTube. If you're not familiar, Jazz Nation News, Jazz Nation has a uh, Patreon page, which you can subscribe to and get these interviews early, unedited, all of that. The one that's on YouTube is slightly edited down. uh, And then if you just listen to the interviews, there's going to be ads throughout the interview on your different uh, podcasting platforms. So I will put the link for the YouTube interview in the podcast description, but check it out. Really, really fun. Walker Kessler was a a really down-to-earth, cool dude, younger guy, obviously. And at the end of the day, he's just a big, kind of a nerdy, good basketball player. And if you want want to know why I call him that, you'll just have to go ahead and watch the interview. But again... That will be in the podcast description. 
Uh, outside of that, I wanted to touch on some music stuff. Obviously, we continue to celebrate hip hop, turning 50 this year. Uh, but a really, really good album, possibly the album of the year so far in hip hop, which sadly enough doesn't really mean a lot because it's kind of been a down year for album wise. Uh, but Killer Mike's Michael was released Friday morning and it was great. So if you're into hip hop, you're into good hip hop, check out Michael. He's got a lot of people on there. CeeLo Green, Mozzie, Andre 3000, Ty Dolla Sign, 2 Chains, uh, LP, obviously, from Run the Jewels. So make sure you check that out. Uh, again, that's Michael from Killer Mike. Really enjoyed that. This week's episode is going to be a little short. I know what you're thinking, like, what? Why, with the draft coming up, is this going to be short? So the, here's what we have planned for this week's episode. First, we're going to talk about some of the deals that went down, specifically Bradley Beal trade. We're going to talk about some of the players that have opted out of their contracts, and then I will get into the NBA mock draft for the lottery, talking about these players uh, and the team needs who I think they take, is there possible trades that they may do? After that, we're going to have a shorter Hip Hop 50 segment where I will count down the top five summer hip hop songs ever. Now, these could be songs that speak specifically about summer or just songs that remind me of summer. Just an FYI, I will have a playlist on both Spotify and Apple Music for you. Those links will be in the podcast description of much, uh, a much longer playlist, not just five songs of hip-hop summer songs. Also on Apple Music, I will have my Dear Summer playlist, which I've released the past couple of years, uh, updated a little bit. This has all types of music, all genres, old songs, new songs, everything in between. So you can also check that out as well. But if you want the specific Hip Hop 50 Summer Playlist, that is for both Spotify and Apple Music and will be in the podcast description. Now, I know you're getting a short episode, but you can catch me out. Catch me out? You check me out <laughs> on the Jazz Nation podcast, Wednesday the 21st, where we talk NBA draft. And then Thursday, draft night, Head on over to Jazz Nation News. I'm going to see if we can link it with my YouTube as well. You can go to the Will Wonder Pod YouTube. Uh, but we are doing a live stream reaction to the NBA draft. Uh, Daniel from Jazz Nation will not be there, but I will. I'll have a few friends. Uh, Mike will be there. Come on, Alex. My boy Kurt will, will join us. He hasn't been on the pod in quite a while. And um, yes, make sure you check that out. It'll be a lot of fun. Also, one thing I failed to mention, Daniel and I went on the other side of the Beehive for the Jazz Nation podcast, and that was a lot of fun. I'll put that link in the podcast description as well. So a lot of links, a lot of stuff for you, even though this specific episode is going to be a little bit shorter. All right, let's get into the NBA talk right after this. Just a quick message before we continue with the Will Wonder Podcast. I'm Dre Rocca, and I do this podcast called the Isolation 20 Podcast. On there, you get a little of this. We all know that high school couple that was 
the oddball couple. We've all seen it before. And we all wish we got with the skater chick that had the little lip piercing and she always had like a weird tattoo. Tramp stamp usually was like a sunflower or like a dolphin. If your mom was born after 79, she definitely has that tattoo somewhere on her. <laughs> Guarantee it. <laughs> and if that's not enough, I do another podcast called Unrestricted where you get a whole lot of this. And I think that's honestly, I think when we're done with this I think we do go into some type of abyss, but not with this conscious, but with the conscious that we had before we got here. Say that one more time. Before we got here. Yeah. Before you came out your mom's vagina, you had a conscience. She had a C-section, by the way, so I didn't go through that. You still came at her. I mean, came at her. (laughs) Oh, hey, hey, yo. (laughs) So if that sounds good to you, join us. Available right now on all streaming platforms and YouTube. Now back to the show. Okay, before we get into the lottery mock draft for this week's NBA draft, a couple of other news and notes. Obviously, the Bradley Beal trade was nuts. So Washington sends Bradley Beal to the Suns in return for Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, a couple of second-round picks, and a few pick swaps. Weird deal, for sure. I mean, with this, Washington is essentially... Uh, doing a hard reset. You know when you have an issue with your laptop and you can just click, you know, the Apple and click restart and sometimes it does it, sometimes it doesn't. Then you, if it doesn't, you have to hold down the power button. That's what Washington is doing here. They, they offered Bradley Bill way too much money. New people came in to run the organization and said, what the hell are we doing? Let's, let's switch this up. So Bill's gone, but yeah, they do bring money in and Chris Paul. It seems like Chris Paul is going to be either traded or bought out. Landry Shamit is just, you know, whatever, Landry Shamit. Then second round picks. So it's a very, very hard reset for Washington. Also, Kyle Kuzma opts out of his deal, or doesn't decide to opt in, rather, to his last year of his deal. He's probably not coming back. So where does that leave Washington well to be very, very bad? going forward. Now, Phoenix, on the other hand, bring in Bradley Bill, high usage rate type of player, has to have the ball in his hands thus far to be productive. That may change going to Phoenix because you have two other guys there who are very similar in the ways that they need their ball in their hands to be efficient offensively or to contribute offensively. That obviously being Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker. So a lot of questions going forward with Phoenix. What do they do with DeAndre Ayton? The way the new CBA is structured, collective bargaining agreement, for those who don't know what that is, um, we're getting close in the NBA, as close as it's ever been, to a hard cap. Now, it's not necessarily a hard cap, but there's different aprons that they're calling it, to where if you reach this second apron, the amount of tax that an owner has to pay is astronomical. So. With Beal, KD, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton, they're right there. So it, one would come to the assumption that DeAndre Ayton will not be on the team going forward. Draft coming up, they could move him then. Could move him before the season starts, but um, we will see. They definitely have to round out that roster. Right now, they have eight guys under contract including Kevin Durant, obviously Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. Then you have Campaign, Jordan Goodwin, 
Ishmael Wainwright and Isaiah Todd. Tough. Very tough. So DeAndre Ayton has to go somewhere. They have to add other players to this roster so that there isn't a essentially five-guy rotation. No disrespect to Jordan Goodwin, Ishmael Wright, and Isaiah Todd, but I just don't see them getting big minutes in any meaningful game in the NBA. Uh, So that closes the chapter there on the Suns and the Wizards trade. I already spoke about Kyle Kuzma opting out. A couple of teams that would be interested in him, obviously. He will be a highly coveted free agent. Draymond Green also declined his option, which gives him some flexibility. He obviously can go back to Golden State. He was pictured with LeBron James at what looked to be a brunch. So the internet and Twitter is just has all kinds of theories around that for him to go to the Lakers, but money-wise, I don't see how they can get him over there. So we will see. My best guess, I'm going to say this. Golden State, going back to Golden State, is number one. Number two, maybe a sneaky move over to Dallas? I don't know. We'll see. Just want to throw that out there. Okay, let's go ahead and get into this NBA lottery mock draft. The number one pick, obviously, San Antonio Spurs, obviously, Victor Wembanyama. But I'm not just going to end it there. So I actually really like some of the young players the Spurs have with Jeremy Sohan, uh, Devin Vassell, Keldon Johnson, Trey Jones, even Zach Collins, really. But the fact that uh, they have the first pick in the draft says a lot about them. Obviously, Popovich is back for another year, and that's because... They are taking one of the highest-rated prospects since LeBron James, and that would be Victor Wibanyama. Seven foot five, two hundred and ten pounds out of France. Now, I'm going to be giving all of these players comps, but these comps are what they could be if they reach their potential, in my opinion, and kind of the opinion of other people um, as well. So, Victor Wibanyama, comp for him would be a 210, 7-foot, 5-inch Anthony Davis mixed with Jesus. (laughs) Uh, Again, the highest-rated prospect since LeBron James. They're talking about, you know, Luau Cinder, uh, a.k.a. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, for those who don't know, Ralph Sampson. Um, those Those are the players they're comparing him to, Ralph Sampson being the closest one. But I think an Anthony Davis, seven foot five, two hundred and ten pounds, much better handle than Davis, better shooter outside, but that's probably the closest. Number two, the draft starts to get interesting. Everyone has known Webanyama is going to be the first pick. That's why everyone tried to tank, or quote unquote, didn't try to tank, but they just happened to be really bad. Number two, Charlotte Hornets. Michael Jordan recently uh, sold the team. He's like, I'm out of here. We didn't get number one. We didn't get Wimbanyama. I'm not dealing with this shit anymore. There's been a lot of smoke here about the pick possibly being Scoot Henderson. If you look at the betting odds, those have changed dramatically in the past couple of days to Scoot being the favorite here. I love Scoot, like a lot. I really love his game. But I think if you have LaMelo and you are committed to him, you don't take Scoot here. So I think the pick, unless it's traded, mind you, 
Could be a lot of trades in this draft, by the way. But the pick here, I think, is Brandon Miller, 6'9", small forward out of Alabama. Um, really fun to watch. He did kind of not look amazing in the NCAA tournament, but they're saying he had some some injuries and kind of held back. I think a good comp for him, if he reaches his potential, is Paul George. Taller, pretty decent handle. Maybe not as good of a defender as George, but very similar to that. And I think uh, LaMelo Ball, Kelly Oubre, Brandon Miller, Gordon Hayward, P.J. Washington lineup at minimum would be fun to watch. They may not be very good, (laughs) but I think it'd be kind of fun to watch. Okay, we move on to number three, which I think absolutely will be traded. Maybe not on draft night, but pretty close to it. Because Portland wants to stick with Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard wants to stick with Portland. So he's kind of made it known that, hey, not interested in just taking this draft pick. I want to move it for some pieces. Someone who can come in here and help me win. So my hope is my Orlando Magic make that trade. We have the 6th and 11th pick in this year's draft. Could throw in a future first rounder. Jonathan Isaac, Suggs, a couple more guys, as long as it's not Paolo and Franz. But that is a pipe dream (laughs) because they want players who can help win a championship sooner than later in Portland. And those picks and those guys I mentioned aren't it. But maybe, maybe that trade works with Charlotte. Anyways, we're going to stay right here with Portland. Again, I think this is going to get moved, but whomever gets this, I'm going to say take Scoot Henderson. 6'2", point guard. Uh, from G League Ignite. His game, I mean, if you look at this dude, six foot two, which isn't very tall for the NBA, we all know that. Crazy motor, though. Uh, it, a comp for him, if he could reach his full potential, is like a Russell Westbrook, Derrick Rose, but I, I think it could be even better than both of, both of those players. So, again, huge, huge potential with Scoot. And at minimum, he's coming in and he's going to be a contributor right off the bat. Number four, Houston Rockets. All signs lead to a man Thompson, six foot seven guard forward, small forward from overtime elite. Um, my thought is they want to possibly move some of their younger core. I mean, if you look at this pick, They have a team full of these kind of like guards, small forwards, don't necessarily fit as a point guard, but want to have the ball in their hands a lot. They got guys like Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr., but I think they're going to possibly move those guys to try to find a way to get James Harden back in Houston. If Harden isn't coming, I'd say I like Cam Whitmore here to fit better with this team, but all I have seen is Houston linked to Amin Thompson a man is kind of hard to find in a comp, but I think if you take John Wall, grow, you know, three to four inches, add a more athleticism, but worse outside shooting, that's a man Thompson. <laughs> that's a lot, but that's what he is. That takes us to number five with the Detroit Pistons. I really think what this team needs is a very solid small forward to go along with Cade Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, 
Boyan Bogdanovich, who may or may not be traded at some point this season, uh, and Jalen Duran to round out that starting lineup. So that's where we get Cam Whitmore, six foot seven, two hundred thirty-five pounds, small forward out of Villanova. Uh, he's not the best passer, but he can score. He really can. Very, very high motor, crazy athletic, and I think he can contribute from day one. I honestly think he could be the third best player in this draft behind Vic, uh, Victor Wembanyama and Scoot when it's all said and done down the road. I would compare him to OG Ananobi, but a higher motor and faster. like. Just a beast when he's out there. And that's not to knock OG's uh, motor by any means, but just he's a level above OG Ananobi on that. All right, number six, my Orlando Magic. I love the young key guys in Orlando, Paolo, Franz Wagner, uh, Wendell Carter. If I can be honest, I'd really, really love, like I said earlier, for Orlando to find a way to trade to get Scoot Henderson so that's this pick, 11th, but it may not be realistic. So I think we take highest potential. And at this spot, that'd be a Sir Thompson, six foot seven, twin brother of a man, uh, played for the overtime elite. I think he could be like an Andrew Wiggins light. Just a better passer than Wiggins, but not as good of an outside shooter, which isn't saying a ton because Wiggins isn't like a great outside shooter. But neither one of these Thompson twins can shoot outside. And that's very scary considering they were in, they played for overtime elite and didn't play against nearly the best competition. Teams were sagging off on them quite a bit. But I think they take highest potential. Again, if they stick with this pick where it's at, Sir Thompson. And to be clear, not what I want. I would rather Orlando draft Anthony Black here. So just FYI. Number seven, we move to the Indiana Pacers. Another young core that I really like, Tyrese Halliburton, ben Benedict Matherin. You also have Buddy Hill there, Miles Turner, Chris Duarte, and Nemhard off of the bench. So I think this is a really great landing spot for Jairus Walker. Six foot eight, 250 pounds out of Houston. Um, kind of Draymond Green-ish. Like a lot of people have been given Julius Randle comp, and I don't think that's necessarily correct because I don't think he's a, as good of a scorer as Randle. I think he could be more like Draymond Green. Not going to say he would be Draymond's impact level, but that type of player. Um, I think he'd be a great complement to this team as it is. Moving on to number eight, oh boy, the Wizards. So DC moved Beal, obviously. I think Chris Paul will be gone soon. So here I think they try to take the point guard of the future, which for them would potentially be Anthony Black. Six foot seven, 210 pounds out of Arkansas. Um, he really, really needs to work on his shot, but I love everything else about his game. Great court vision, can get to the hoop. Athletic, big for a point guard. So I think they go with him here. Uh, a good comp would be kind of jo Josh Giddy. I think that's, that's where you would find a solid comparison for what Anthony Black could be. Could also be a Ben Simmons. Ooh. <laughs> 
no, I think he's he even though he's not a good shooter, he's a much better shooter than Ben Simmons. Moving on to number nine, the Utah Jazz. Also, don't forget Jazz Nation live draft party on YouTube, live stream, I should say. Make sure you check that out. I will be hosting that along with a couple of my friends. My boy Kurt Pruitt will be joining us as well as Mike Thompson, a.k.a. Come on, Alex. Uh, So make sure you join that on draft night. Starting 550 Mountain, we're going to hop on there and we'll be through the first round. So Utah Jazz. I feel like the Jazz want to move up really bad here, but let's just say that they stay as is. This is a confusing pick. A lot of smoke around Bilal Koulibaly out of France. Tough name. I'll get that, you know, get that down. But I think they should take Taylor Hendricks here. So that would be my pick. Uh, Hendricks, six foot nine, two fifteen, power forward center uh, out of Central Florida. Really good outside shooter. Really good shooter as a whole. Forty eight percent from the field. Forty percent from three ridiculously versatile on defense. Um, a starting lineup with Kessler, Hendricks, and Markinen would be a lot of fun. It would be very long, tough for teams. He can switch uh, from pretty much defend all positions. Some of the quicker point guards may give him trouble, but I, I have a lot of confidence in him. Um, comp for him would be a Jeremy Grant, but just better defensively. At the rim, for sure. Moving on to number 10, Dallas Mavericks. I don't think there's any way the Mavericks keep this pick. I think they're going to package this with Tim Hardaway Jr. Try to get some players around Kyrie, who I'm assuming is re-signing with Dallas and Luka. But let's just say they stay here. They need interior defense like crazy. And with Hendricks off the board, the next guy uh, I think would fit would be Derek Lively out of Duke, seven foot one, two hundred thirty pounds, athletic. I'm gonna say that a lot here, but it's true with a lot of these guys. Really good interior defender. Could be the best interior defender on Dallas when he walks in the building. Uh, good comp for him would be similar to Brooke Lopez, but not. Outside shooter Brooke Lopez, though he does shoot it, he his percentage is awful. His shot doesn't look bad, so I'm sure that they could fix that. But uh, yeah, I would go lively there at ten to the Dallas Mavericks. Number eleven, my Orlando Magic are back, and assuming that they don't trade this pick along with the sixth, I'm going with Grady Dick out of Kansas to complement. They Orlando needs shooters like outside shooters that are consistent. And that's what this dude is. Six foot eight, 205 pounds again out of Kansas. He shoots the shit out of the ball. 40.3% from three. Uh, and that's playing against pretty solid competition while he was at Kansas. Fairly athletic. A lot of people try to play him, but he is, he can, he can get going better on defense than what he gets credit for as well. Uh, comp for him would be like a more athletic Kevin Herter. And I know what you're thinking. Why do you have to compare a white dude to a white dude? It's not that. It's the shooting ability, okay? <laughs> and the way he plays, Kevin Herter's the comp. 11th pick, Grady Dick to my Orlando Magic. Number 12 is Oklahoma City. They're similar to the Jazz in that they have 150 first-round picks the next five years. Not that many, but it's a lot. I think Oklahoma City can risk it here and try to take a big swing, 
someone who has really high potential, but, you know, these other teams were afraid to take before them. Because let's face it, Oklahoma City's roster is set for the next, I mean, three years minimum with who they have. But adding a player like Bilal Koulibaly out of France may be the swing they take. Six foot eight, 220 pounds, seven foot two wingspan, super young, 18 years old. So he may not even be completely finished growing. His comp would be a very, very, very skinny OG Ananobi. And I know I've already given that comp out, but that's the comp for him. Just OG Ananobi who needs to eat a little bit more. Because I think Ananobi's like another 30 pounds heavier <laughs> than Bilal. Uh, but, again, Oklahoma City can take the risk here with the roster that they have in place. Bring him along slowly or as quickly as they want to. Number 13, the Toronto Raptors. Uh, outside of OG Ananobi, who's been mentioned multiple times this segment, and Scotty Barnes, everyone on the team has their contract up at the end of next season. So what should Toronto do here? It sounds very, very cliche, and I hate when people say this, but they should take the best player possible. And to me, at 13, this is Keontae George, who, as a whole, probably has a higher ceiling than Bilal, I don't know, Bilal, I'm, I don't want to touch Bilal, uh, probably has a higher ceiling than Grady Dick, has a higher ceiling than Derek Lively, higher ceiling than maybe Anthony Black. Uh, but, again, Keontae George, six foot four, 185 pounds out of Baylor. A, a, a pretty decent comp that I think you could give him is like a mixture of Bradley Beal and Jamal Murray. Uh, but to be clear, that's, again, if he reaches his maximum potential. I like calling him Bradley Beal Light right now in college. Has a lot to work on, but very, very high potential with Keontae George, and I think that's what Toronto has to take. Because if they're centering their team around OG, Scotty Barnes, and George, if George pans out to be what we think he should be, it could be a very fun team there in Toronto. Okay. Come to the end of the lottery, number 14, the New Orleans Pelicans. We all know the weird, weird off-the-court stuff that's going on with Zion. There's been rumors that Zion may be traded, uh, linked to Portland. So, what do they do here? A couple of players they could go with, but I ultimately came down to Kobe Bufkin. So, six foot four, out of Michigan. Uh, like I said, the Zion stuff is weird. That's neither here nor there. They may move him. These two don't play the same position. Bufkin would be a solid point guard for them. Everyone's saying he's had really great workouts. Uh, 35% from three this last season there at Michigan, which was a huge improvement from the season before where he only shot 22%. I think a good comp for Bufkin would be maybe a, Jordan Poole, but a slightly better passer. So, I, I, I don't know. This was really hard for me here at the end of the lottery, but that's who I landed on. So, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Obviously, Victor Weminyama, number one. Number two, Brandon Miller to Charlotte. Number three, Scoot Henderson to Portland, which I don't think Portland keeps that uh, pick, to be clear. 
Houston, number four, Amen Thompson, number five, Detroit, Cam Whitmore, Orlando at number six, Sir Thompson, Indiana at number seven, Jairus Walker, number eight, DC, uh, the Wizards taking Anthony Black, Jazz at number nine, Taylor Hendricks, number 10, the Mavs, Derek Lively, 11, the Orlando Magic, Grady Dick, 12, Oklahoma City, Bilal Koulibaly, Number 13, Toronto, taking Keontae George. And number 14, Pelicans, Kobe Bufkin. I hope you guys enjoyed my lottery mock draft. Again, do not forget draft night, which is Thursday, June 22nd at 5.50-ish Mountain Standard Time. We will start the live stream for the Jazz Nation News on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, the draft party. So come watch along with us. We'll give commentary on the picks. I promise you there will be two jazz fans there. If you are a jazz fan, if you're not, then just come for Hoops Talk and enjoy the NBA draft. I feel like there's going to be a lot of movement. I know that's said often, but this year I truly feel that's the deal. Jazz Nation News on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm going to try to link it to the Will Wonder Pod YouTube as well. So give that a try. I'll make sure to keep you all updated on the socials. So again, at the Will Wonder Pod on Instagram, DJ Will Wonder on Twitter. Keep an eye out on that. Excited for the draft. Hope you guys are as well. Let me know your feedback. Is your team in the lottery? Would you do you agree with what I gave them? Would you rather have somebody else? Let me know your thoughts. Again, at the Will Wonder Pod on Instagram at DJ Will Wonder on Twitter. We'll be right back with the top five summer hip-hop songs of all time. Hey, Alexa, can you show me a new barber? Don't worry, I got you. Boogie Down Barbershop in Taylorsville is now open. Anything from gentleman's cuts, taper, fade, or if you want to treat yourself to a nice hot towel shave, Boogie Down Barbershop has you covered. Cuts for men and kids. Book your appointment today at boogiedownbarbershop.com. The first day of summer is Wednesday, June 21st, so I thought, what better subject this week to celebrate hip-hop's 50th birthday, August 11th, 2023, we're getting ever so close, than to count down the top five summer hip-hop songs. Now, these may be songs that just remind me of summer, or they are specifically about summer. So without further ado, let's get into the countdown. Number five is off the album Informal Introduction, released in 2002. This song features Corrupt and Nate Dogg, and it is by Shade Scheist, Where I Wanna Be. This is where I wanna be. Number four on our countdown for best summer hip-hop songs was released in 1995 from the album This Is The Shack. Of course, I'm talking about the G-Funk classic Summertime in the LBC by the Dove Shack. Yeah, baby, 
The third song on our countdown for best summer hip-hop songs may be on there because of the music video or just the vibe of the song itself. Released June 10th, 1993. This was actually a B-side. I'm talking about Tupac's I Get Around featuring Digital Underground. Check it out. I get around. What you mean you don't know? I get around. I get around. I get around. I get around. The underground just don't stop for hoes. I get around. The number two song on our countdown for best summer hip-hop songs was released May 23rd, 1995 from the album Poverty's Paradise, Naughty by Nature's Fail Me Flow. And the number one song of our best summer hip-hop songs comes from the album Home Base. Single was released May 20th, 1991, and apparently it was actually written by none other than Rakim. It also sampled Cool in the Gang's Summer Madness. I'm talking, of course, about the summertime classic from DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Summertime. Put your car on cruise and lay back because it's I hope you've enjoyed the countdown. Once again, if you are interested in having a Hip Hop 50 summer playlist, check out the podcast description. I have the links to the Spotify as well as the Apple Music playlist. 26 songs, hip hop, all summer vibes. Make sure you check that out. We'll be back next week as we continue to celebrate Hip Hop's 50th birthday. Peace. Thank you all so much for listening to the episode this week. I know, again, a little shorter, but there's a lot of content for you to see me on. Again, other side of the beehive, Jazz Nation interview, Jazz Nation Walker Kessler interview, Jazz Nation NBA Draft Talk Wednesday the 21st, and of course, the Jazz Nation Draft Party on YouTube live, streaming live. Make sure you subscribe to Jazz Nation on YouTube. Until then, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at the Will Wonder Pod. Follow me on Twitter at DJ Will Wonder. Subscribe to the Will Wonder Pod YouTube, and we will see y'all next week. Peace. Please subscribe, write, and review. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Peace out.